0: Hi, you're listening to the Hope Church Sermon Podcast. At Hope, our mission is to help people know God, find freedom, discover their purpose, and
1: make a difference. Now, join us as we listen in on a sermon from last Sunday. It is our hope that you feel God's love stronger today than ever before. I told our our team yesterday, I love our youth group. Our youth group is... One of my favorite things. I like all the areas in the church, but I really like our youth group. They're one of my favorite. We have some great, we have some incredible, incredible students. And we're so, so, so thankful for them. But I wanted to, yeah, yeah, come put our hands together. You guys, these guys are making decisions. They're yeah. like, yo, we're trying to get better. We're trying to follow Jesus more. We're trying to get close to Jesus. And so if you've got a 6th to 12th grade student, you need to make sure that they get to wherever it is that we got going on. We maxed out. And um, our next big thing is camp. Camp's yeah. coming up.
0: And I think we're like reserving like 75 tickets. So let's go. We're going to fill the bus. I think Ryan wants to rent a charter bus. So if we if, if there's any sponsors for a charter, yeah. Bus, so right now, last on. year,
1: last year we raised like $7,000 for camp. We're going to need to raise more money. So just yeah. start. If you have like, if you're a budgeter, you're like, yo, I want, I didn't get to give like I wanted to give last year, start preparing now because it's going to be, it's going to cost us more money because we're going to take more kids. It's going to be great.
0: Yeah, but awesome time. Our leaders gave up their weekend. So, hey, students, did you guys have fun this weekend? Yes, yes, it was a good weekend. Cool. Well.
1: Well, you guys are like, what are they doing up there? Like, what are they up there? Are they resigning today? Like, what are they up there together <laughs> He's for? he got his fancy
0: pants <laughs> on today. I to, like, I, what, what's I, happening?
1: I, whenever I know I'm going to say something <laughs> stupid, I dress nicer. <laughs> it's just a smart idea. And so, hey, once a year, Diane and I get to sit up here and share some things with you guys. And today, we get to talk about marriage. And that is, like, so, so scary for us because whatever, whatever subject matter that you're going to share— Usually the enemy attacks you in that one area. So we are up here today, not as experts, but we're more like the guinea pigs that are going to be up here. You know, like we're really just like, we're really like sharing some things with you guys that we think have helped you guys. We've been married for 17 years. And uh, if you're new to our church, that's a long time. Thank you so much, Jason, for (laughs) clapping. If you guys start hearing Jason clap, just join in with him, okay? (laughs) Thank you. Like, come on, 17 years. That's a long time. Come on. Here's why that's a long time, in case you didn't know. 1914, the divorce rate in in the United States was 1% in 1914. 1981, the divorce rate hit an all-time high in the United States at 53%. The divorce rate for 2021 will be at about 45%. And also, the average length of a marriage in the United States of America is only 8.2 years, the average marriage. And it used to be people were married for forever, the numbers are not looking good. Dinah said to me, wow, that's good that the numbers are declining in marriage. Like, the numbers are getting, like, they're getting better. Divorce. And the, the divorce, I'm sorry, the divorce numbers are going down. And the reason why the divorce numbers are going down is because people aren't getting married. Yeah. They're like, we're just going to live together, and we'll just figure it out, and we'll just, we'll just, we'll just play marriage. And we'll just do full marriage. We'll just play, like, part-time and pretend, pretend marriage. And so I wanted to tell you guys today that we need to do better. Yeah. And it's my prayer that we would all we would all do better. Before you get in a little bit further, there's a, um, um, we're gonna be, we've asked you guys, we've already showed you guys this, but next week we're gonna be answering your questions. And so on the screen, there's an email address, that says relationships at hopewintergarden.com. If at some point during the message today, that me- that question pops into your mind, would you email it? Like email it during the service. You said something so powerful week one, you just said, hey, if you're thinking about it, that's the time you need to email the question. So when we get here next week, Uh, We have a clinical counselor with us next week. We also have someone who's been married for a really, really, really long time, longer than 17 years and over 30 years. And so we have a lot of experience that are going to be with us next week. So if you have a question, this is your chance. Now, when we get up here, we're not going to say, Justin McGee wants to know that (laughs) his wife's not here today, so I can say that. (laughs) Um, Whitney... Rini wants to know why I can't, well, how do I get my husband to play less golf? And we won't answer that question because there's no answer for that question. Like, golf is fun, you know? Like, um, So next week, we're going to be answering that question. it will be a panel. So if you have questions, whether you're married or you're single, we've already had some questions from people who are are in both of those life stages, whether you're married or single, or you want to be married or you're married and you want to be single, like we're going to answer all the questions, all right? Yeah. And so email us questions to relationships at hopewintergarden.com, and we will answer them next week.
0: Yeah, relationships are a lot. I actually got to speak about relationships to our students yesterday, and I started like thinking of all the different relationships we have to manage, like a boss, kids, your husband, your mom, your dad, siblings, like if you're you're a, a student and you have teachers, like we, if you're... A coach, you have all these kids. You're like, there's so many relationships that we're trying to manage, and more often than not, the ones that are most important usually get put on the back burner because we're like, we'll we'll get to them, we'll get to them when we get home. But then what happens when you get home is, you then you get to something else. And so, um, but relationships are so so important, and if you're married in here besides God, your husband or your spouse should be your first relationship, your, your most important relationship. The three major causes of divorce in America now, if you're like, don't clap for these, okay? Don't like say, oh, don't nudge them. Just, just keep your hands on your lap, okay? Yeah, you're, um, gonna
1: f- you're gonna feel the urgency. Be like, that's for you. Yeah. That's for you. Like, don't do that today, okay? That, yeah. <laughs> that never has made a relationship get better. Just bite your tongue. Do it. Dinah. Dy- sometimes she just ticks her nails like in her, in her in a piece of skin nearby. Like, she's just, like, <laughs> Or this. in his,
0: if it's under or the table yeah, at a restaurant, yeah. you know? Or a
1: kick. Like, we're going to notice that here. Let's be honest, okay? <laughs> so just kind of take notes and, yeah. like, share them with them later, okay?
0: So here's the top three causes is money fights.
1: We've never had this. We've never had money fights. Ever. No, because we've
0: not just always been rolling in We've had in so the much dough. money, we've never had a problem yeah. with this. <laughs> yeah, definitely had some of those. Intimacy, which— We got that
1: down to a science. Like, yeah, that, you'd that one, we're nailing that one. you think,
0: right? You guys have we're four kids. You must that know that. One. Yeah, we've practiced a lot. Yeah. And communication. If we can get communication right, wouldn't we all just be much happier right it's like he's saying if you could just talk less and I'm saying but if you could just actually talk more or like talk yeah. back you know yeah. but yeah. communicate so those is are the three the three biggest things that usually if you go down to it that's kind of what caused the divorce I also think that selfishness is the root of every single argument that you have with with anybody but especially in our marriage usually if I look back to it it's because I thought I deserved something or I wanted something and so we're gonna talk about um, some different keys to marriage today but we are you're talking single, about samson and delilah which yeah i'm sorry to cut you they're off if crazy. you're
1: single if you're single in here today like these are these three things like you can avoid these things you can avoid these things like if you like ask them like hey do you have a job <laughs> <clears throat> hey do you like your do you like to work do you do you have a savings account if they ain't got a savings account it ain't the one for you that's just free like girls that's just i didn't have one I'm, I, I got like the rules that we're going to give you guys these things we are gonna help you guys we we kind we didn't know them so like I was able to sucker Diana on some of these things but like we never talked about money we were dating but if we would have talked about that it would have saved us some of the, the struggles that we had later and communication like all the if you get the communication right you can help you can get the other two right also right Go so ahead.
0: we're talking about Samson and Delilah if you missed uh, week one Samson's a little crazy he's like going after all the girls he shouldn't be going after and his parents are like hey. What are you doing? Which Pastor West was telling us, if you have major people in your life who are huge influences telling you, hey, are you sure? Those should be warning signs to you like, maybe i shouldn't you know but sometimes we just get such tunnel vision when we're going after the that one or that one girl or that one guy and so samson is a little nuts so we're going to step into him getting a little more crazy we're going to look in judges 16 4 through 22 can i read it off of here yeah go ahead you want to use thank you thank you so Usually much
1: you're like more spiritual and you bring a bible i know but it was there's
0: not enough room for all my all my things yeah, so you, got a big bible. you will notice when i uh, get to speak with him there's going to be lot, lots more notes so I would highly suggest getting your phone out, taking some notes, because I'm like, let's put it all on the screen. He's like, that will overwhelm them. So that. everything's not going to be on the screen, but we have a lot of good key points that, that are so practical. I'm a very practical person. So if you like practical, we're going to give you some checklists, some things that hopefully will help you. So take notes because students, note takers, note takers go to heaven. Yes. But what else do you say? Note takers are... Don't, they don't you say, say something that. else? They don't say anything else. They I say thought nothing. you said something else yesterday. Huh? Only one. Oh, they just go to heaven. Okay. so
1: You weren't paying attention at the retreat yesterday, I were you? I thought they said
0: something else. I thought you guys said something else. Sorry. No, we are note takers. Okay, okay everyone say that. We are
1: note takers. Okay,
0: get out your pens and pencils or your phone. All right, here we go. So Judges 16, 4 through 22 says, Sometime later, Samson fell in love with a woman named Delilah who lived in the Valley of Sorek." So if you remember last week, this isn't even the same woman from last week where he's like, Go get her. I want her. This is a whole new, whole new woman, okay? Sometime later, he fell in love with Delilah. Now, the rulers of the Philistines, she was a Philistine. He was not. He was not supposed to be dating a Philistine. And the, the rulers of the Philistines went to her and said, Entice Samson to tell you what makes him so strong and how can he how he can be overpowered and tied up securely. Then each of us will give you eleven hundred pieces of silver. So Delilah's about to get, I mean, each of us, that's a lot of money. So so Delilah said to Samson, she didn't even like try to sugarcoat us, she's just like, hey Samson, hey, tell me what makes you so strong.
1: Guys are so stupid.
0: What would it take? She's like, "What would it take to tie you up?" And he's like, "You want to tie me up, shoot!"
1: This isn't in the notes, but <laughs> ladies, this is this is for this is no nope, nope, there's nope. If you're married, this is for someone in here today. I don't know who it's for, but it's for somebody.
0: So they're so they're basically saying, "Go see how you can do this." And she just gets right in there and says, "Hey, how can I?" How, what would it take to tie you up securely? I'm sure she said it so nice. I'm sure she wore her most revealing outfit. Samson replied.
1: I like this passage of
0: scripture. If I were tied up with seven new bowstrings strings that have not yet been dried, I would become as weak as anyone else. So the Philistine rulers brought Delilah seven new bowstrings, strings and she tied Samson up with them. She had hidden some men in one of the inner rooms of her house, and she cried out, Samson, the Philistines have come to capture you. But Samson snapped the bowstrings, as a piece of string snaps when it's burned by a fire, so the secret of his strength was not discovered. So he lied to her. Afterward, Delilah said to him, You've been making fun of me and telling me lies. Now, please tell me how I can tie you up securely. Like... I'm just like, are you guys both idiots? So Samson says... Nagging
1: does work, apparently. Samson says,
0: if I were tied up with brand new ropes that had never been used, I would become as weak as anyone else. So Delilah took new ropes, tied him up, had the men hiding. You'd think maybe he'd start catching on, but no. Delilah cries out, Samson, the Philistines have come to capture you. But again, Samson snaps the ropes as if his arms were thread. Then Delilah said... You have been making fun of me. I'm sick of it. This time, you better tell me. I'm I'm still like, man, these guys were. Girls, guys, do better. We gotta do better. Samson replied, "If you were to weave the seven braids of my hair into the fabric on your loom and tighten it with the loom shuttle, I would become as weak as anyone else." This makes I don't even know this guy, but is Jason Moa Moa like a guy with long hair? (laughs) Is that his name? Sounds
1: like you know him, is what it sounds like to me.
0: <laughs> Aquaman, check. right? So, like, uh, Sam said, like, Aquaman, You've seen him. Long you braids. You have seen him. Long braids. Maybe we've, I I think have. we've all seen him. Guys Maybe and girls I are have. like,
1: yo, this dude's good looking. <laughs>
0: So while he slept later. while he slept Delilah wove the seven braids of his hair into the fabric then she tightened it with the loom shuttle again she cried out Samson the Philistines have come to capture you but Samson woke up pulled the loom pulled the loom shuttle pulled back the loom shuttle yanked his hair away from the loom and the fabric now she's pouting I cannot believe you would do this to me.
1: No one likes a pouting wife.
0: How can you tell me I love you when you won't even share your secrets with me? You've made fun of me three times now and still haven't told me what makes you strong. She tormented him with her nagging day after day until he was sick to death of it. My husband would have been like, girl you, you dumb, why do you think I'm going to tell you? But he's like, all right, I'll tell you, you know? So Delilah realized he had finally, oh wait, I skipped it. Finally, Samson shared his secret with her. Like, this is the truth, the real secret. Why he's doing this, I'm still like, I want to be like, no. My hair has never been cut. That was like a religious thing of the Nazarenes. He never cut his hair, he said. For I was dedicated to God as a Nazarite from birth. You'd think as he's saying these things like out loud, like, I was dedicated to God. You'd think something in his brain would be like, oh, wait, I probably shouldn't be here with her. But he just keeps going. Some of us, we get in a situation where we're with our boyfriend or girlfriend or our husband or wife or whatever. Hopefully it's with the boyfriend or girlfriend and you're catching this before. And it's like, well, when I used to get, my parents, we used to go to church. Hopefully something will trigger that. Like, oh, maybe this Maybe this isn't the right person I should be with. So Samson's like saying, when I was dedicated to God, and then he proceeds to tell her, if you cut my hair, I will lose my strength. And this is the truth. So Delilah realized she'd fina- he'd finally told her the truth, so she sent for the Philistine rulers. Come back one more time, she said, because why did she want him to come back? She wanted those 1,100 pieces of silver from all those guys, remember? So she's just wanting the money. She ain't in it for Samson. Come back one more time, she said, for he has finally told me his secret. So the Philistine rulers returned with the money in their hands. Delilah lulled Samson to sleep with his head in her lap, and then she called in the man to shave off his head. In this way, she began to bring him down, and his strength left him. Then she cried out again, Samson, they're here to get you. And this time, he couldn't do anything. When he woke up, he thought, I will do as before and shake myself free. But he didn't realize the Lord had left him. Yeah. So the Philistines captured him, and then they did a bunch of other gross stuff. And, and that's what happened to Samson and Delilah. So hey, guys, don't date Delilah.
1: No, there's a girl visiting our church. There, her name is Delilah. So Sorry, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm sure, sure she's Sorry. great. She's in kids' <laughs> church. She's in kids' church, so okay. it's great. She's a great girl. She's a great girl. Yeah. <laughs> hey, um, I the saddest verse in that passage scripture was the Bible says that the Lord left. Yeah. The Lord left Samson, and I think we're doing things in our life that we're actually allowing the Lord. We're we're actually provoking the Lord to leave us, and so they're not Samson and Delilah. They're not married, but we are using them as a subject matter today. They're they're living together. They're not married sleeping together they're not married they're lying to each other i think there's lying in our marriages today there there's deceitfulness there's selfish gain there's pride like this is a recipe for disaster and we find ourselves in this story and that's in relationships where we're not married but these are the exact same things i see when i'm sitting with couples that we see also in our marriages and so samson wasn't ready to be in a relationship the time was off he was at the wrong place. Like this was not not a good thing. Adina uh, said to me last night, You're not gonna fight you're not gonna meet Mr. and Mrs. Wright at the wrong place. He was not where he was supposed to be at. I mean this has a recipe, this is a recipe for disaster from the very, very beginning.
0: Yeah. My turn now. We gotta roll. Yeah. Week one, uh, yeah, so we are talking about So today, if you're single, maybe you, this is gonna help you just appreciate your singleness a little more, help you navigate dating and marriage a little bit better. So whatever area you're in, remember we all have relationships and all of these things are gonna help us in marriage, but also in every relationship. So let's all take notes. If you're dating or engaged, hopefully, hopefully these things will help you yeah. prepare for the future or find ways to prevent things that might come up in your marriage. And if you're married, a tune-up ain't never hurt nobody, right? Come on. So come on, if you're married, take notes today. I know that even us studying together, there's things that we're like, yeah, we we could probably do better on that. So, um, so here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna tell you three need-to-knows about marriage. You need to know these. The, these will these will change if you put them into practice. So the first one is you have to know each other's needs you have to know each other's needs. A need is different than a want. We actually need these things that we're going to talk about. Um, Last year, we talked about it. We we talked about the crazy cycle and love and respect. I don't know if we have the the cycle up there, but men need respect and women need love. In Ephesians 5.33, it says, so again, I say, each man must love his wife as he loves himself and the wife must respect her husband. These are things the Bible knew that a man needed respect and that a woman needed love. And if he doesn't, give me love, guess what I'm not going to give him? Respect. Respect. And if, and if I don't respect him, it is not going to make him want to love me. So you get on this thing called the crazy cycle, but then it takes humility for one of you to pick it back up, to get back on the normal, the cycle. And it does take work and anything that takes work is worth worth it. it. All right. So That is just the basic. We'll tell you that every year because I think the practicality of the love and respect cycle is so, so true. If you're like, man, that that makes sense. I've been kind of rude and I've snippy to him all week. Of course, he doesn't want to spend any time with me. Just try to be nice. Be kind. I told the students yesterday, just be kind. And sometimes that takes a lot of pride to, to come down. But men need respect and women need love. So here are three major things that wives need. Husbands. All of, your wife needs this. She doesn't just want this. She needs this. The number one is she needs security. She needs security. She needs to know that you're going to be a safe place for her. I know on my scariest days or on my most stressed out days, I, most of the time, most of the time, I really just am like, if I could just be with Wes for a little bit, like, I would just feel better. Sometimes I get there and he's not ready for it. And then I'm like, crud, why did I come here? But I'm never ready for it. <laughs> I'm
1: never quite <laughs> ready for it. <laughs>
0: but we need to feel secure from you. We need to feel secure from our husbands. We need, we need to know that you're going to help us with our emotional needs, that we can trust you. We can trust the commitment that you made when we got married, that you're going to protect us. When we're going somewhere, when we're downtown in like the city, like... I, if he's not with me, I don't wanna go anywhere because I'm, I'm scared and I know, I know he's so big and huge and muscular <laughs> that I'm like, my man's gonna protect me do We Joseph. want protection. Don't laugh at me. We want to know that you're going to take care of us financially. This doesn't mean that we want you to be a millionaire, but we want you to be smart. We but would, it would be
1: nice if I was a millionaire. It would be, nice? be nice. We can always
0: <laughs> pray and hope and dream, but but we want to know that that you are a secure place for us. So number one is that wives, we need security. Even if sometimes we say rude things and act like we don't want it, we really do need these things from you. Number two is we need affection. Men, some of you just wrote down S-E-X. That's not how you spell affection. Not how you spell it. Okay. That's how you spell it. That is not how you spell affection. Affection. Is we want you to cuddle with us with with just cuddling sometimes. No like expectations. Completely guys. just just cuddling, no expectations. We we want you to listen to us without undressing us with your eyes. Like we want you to just listening listen. Listening is
1: not spelled L U S T. L yeah. U S T. those are two different not things. Not listening. I'm taking listening. so many notes today. Yes, I'm, I'm good. learning this morning.
0: We want you to show us affection. Give us flowers every once in a while. This guy's pretty, this guy, well, I'll explain to you later why he's really good at giving flowers. But he gives me flowers. He brought me a nice bouquet for um, Valentine's Day. Monday is our day off. At least once a month, he, he'll walk in from picking up the kids with flowers. And it's just like, oh, that's so nice. Right?
1: It's great. Yeah. I, lo- I love So doing show
0: it. us affection. Give us compliments. If you see us looking in the mirror and you see we did our hair and put lipstick on, just tell us we look nice, okay, even if you don't like, a, if, even if it's not your favorite outfit that we wear, like, just give us compliments, show us affection, sometimes I just, I, I just want to hug, for me, I just like to hold his hand when we're out somewhere, even when we're on the couch, like, I just want to hold his hand, because it's just like, it's just affection, I just need that from him, and so we need security, we need affection, um, th- there is a bonus. Sometimes, sometimes sex is a result of affection, but never go into it uh, like that, okay? Um, and then lastly, we need communication. I know you're thinking, we already know you need communication. You say three times as many words as we do a day, but we really need communication. And men, you are wired to just want to fix all of our problems. We don't want you to fix all of our problems. It's easier
1: for us to fix it. Huh? It's easier for us <laughs> to fix it. It would take a lot. You we're think trying, we're, we're trying to help you guys.
0: <laughs> so it would be something like this. Like I'm coming to him, I'm like, babe, I was at the gym today and you were at the, the gym? she didn't even talk to me she like and you. she did cho- she'd even choose me for the partner workout. You don't li- you don't and like her then either. I saw that she went out with her friends. Those are her real friends. Now I have to go on the field trip with her next week. That was week. just Instagram. I don't even care. Any of that he says, I just want him to be like, I'm sorry, babe. She's
1: a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> she has no friends. No one likes her. Like we're done. That stuff Oh, it's over. over. Oh yeah. I thought you were talking about the person <laughs> you're telling me about the other day. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> oh, not, this is, oh, this is, I got it. No, this is just just um, <laughs> pretend.
0: But we w- we don't want you to fix all of our problems all the time. And I think sometimes he feels like, well, I'm a failure as a husband if I'm not, don't fix her problem. But really, that's not what we need. We just want you to communicate. Let us talk to you and talk back and maybe say something like, man, I can see how that, I can see how you would feel that way. But hey, I love you. Hey, let's go watch Netflix together and hold hands and chill and just hold hands that's what I was thinking yeah so those are the three things that wives need husbands give your wife security give her affection and give her communication ladies
1: take notes get your pen and paper out this is what you need to know that the men the men don't want this the men need this here's what they need they need honor and respect yeah they need honor and respect that that from the from a from the time a young man a young boy is trying to figure out how to become a man they all want to be honored and they want to be they want to be respected and we're going to get it somewhere we would love to have it at our house yeah that would be awesome here's the second thing we need support like you should be your spouse's greatest cheerleader because when we go out in the world and we go out and do things and we're out looking for we're we're, we're looking for i don't know if it's looking for encouragement but we're out doing things like we would be nice if we came home and you encouraged us like our bosses, hey, good job, or we're out with the guys, hey, man, you're doing a good job, or hey, man, with your friends, like, hey, you're out doing golf, whatever it is you're doing, like, hey, man, good job, but we would love to have support from our, our wives. Here's the third thing, is that we need S-E-X, that's the third thing, S-E-X, okay, we need honor and respect, we need support, and we need S-E-X, it's either time to pray or time to play. You know what I'm saying? Like either, like first, need, you
0: got that first Corinthians passage. Do you have first Corinthians? No, maybe okay. not.
1: So if there is an issue with any of these things, like man, these things are broken. Like there's no support in my house. There's no encouragement at my house. There's no honor in my house. There's no intimacy in my house. Like we would love to sit with you and spend time with you and help you get there. There are some people that they struggle in this intimacy area and we've seen it destroy marriages. Like, it just makes, just the whole thing self-destructs because of this one thing, and you can get help. We've seen it where it's where infidelity, or we've seen a lack thereof in a lot of marriages. The numbers are, are, are very staggering of how much intimacy there's not happening within married couples. It's very crazy. There's a lot of intimacy with people who aren't married, and there's very little bit of intimacy with people who actually are allowed to be intimate together. Here's the second thing
0: second thing is we need to know how to talk to each other we need to know how to talk to each other and that we're going to speak about the five love languages so there's quality time there's words of affirmation there's gifts physical touch and acts of service. Now, if I'm speaking to Joanna in Spa- or if, I should probably use him since he's my husband. If I'm speaking to Wes in Spanish and telling him all these great things but he does not understand Spanish, then it doesn't really matter what I'm saying to him because I'm not speaking I'm not speaking his language and so we have to know how to talk each other's love language to each other. I told you guys he brings me flowers a lot because his love language is gifts. So he'll bring me gifts all the time. My love language is not gifts. So when I'm like, when he doesn't, when I'm not like falling over, like, oh how sweet he is because of the gifts. He doesn't understand sometimes because he's like, this is what I want. But he's not speaking my language. My language is quality time and physical touch. And so I just want to sit on the couch together, or go eat breakfast together. And he's like, did you buy me a shirt? You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> so for Valentine's, Day, goes, for Valentine's
1: Day, she goes, mine's like, gifts. Valentine's Day, she didn't get you anything. But you remember when I bought you that clone two weeks ago? <laughs> That's for now. I'm like, what? He said that doesn't count. <laughs> Like I don't need that. Like if you're gonna, like I need a new gift. Like there's like gifts and there's new gifts. I don't. Nobody want an no old gift. Nobody don't want nobody want no old gift. <laughs> like I don't need a gift for Valentine's Day. I'll go out and buy myself something tomorrow. Don't worry about it. We're good to go. Let's call it even. You know, I'll buy a new pair of shoes. I'll wear them next week. That's yeah. you're telling you now. So you
0: gotta but, know how to talk to each other and speak each other's language.
1: Yeah, you need to know, guys and girls in here today, men and women, whether you're single or married, you need to know the power of your words. You need to know the power of your words, man. Proverbs eighteen twenty one says it's the tongue has the power for life. And death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. James one nineteen says, "For us to be quick to hear and slow to speak, slow to anger." I love Diana a lot. She is, she's she's my favorite person in the whole world. But I can rest assured, I've said some pretty hurtful things to Diana. And when we say you and I, when we speak to our spouses, the words that we have they have a lot of weight. They weigh a lot. Um, someone, one of you could um, one of you guys could say something to Diana, and 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 she let it roll off her shoulders. But if I say it to her, it ain't rolling off her shoulders. She's gonna remember, it's gonna have a lot more weight. And what you say to your spouse, there is a lot of weight. Here's the third thing.
0: Yeah, you gotta know uh, how to resolve conflict, okay? So number one was know each other's needs. Number two, know how to talk to each other. And then this last one is know how to resolve conflict. Guess what? I don't care if you've only been married two months and you haven't even had a fight yet. Like, it is gonna happen, okay? Conflict is inevitable. We, we mentioned the term healthy conflict at our office, and some of the guys in our office are sevens, and they're like, why do we ever have to have conflict? Can't we just have fun all the time? But there is, there is healthy conflict, and there can be healthy conflict in your marriage. There doesn't always have to be yelling, screaming, fighting conflict. You can have conflict and know how to have it, because you are going to have it. Um, You have to have a plan for it. Communicate your expectations is the first thing that will help you know how to resolve conflict. You have to communicate your expectations. This is, again, this is, so much of this can be applied to, to your, to your, um, every relationship in your life. If you don't tell people what you're expecting, they're never going to meet your expectations. Your boss, your teacher, your, your kids, you have to be clear. You have to be clear. And so we say this a lot around our office, but we say it to each other, unmet expectations equal frustration. Yeah. But how in the world can they meet your expectations if you never communicate them? Expectations that are not communicated cannot be met.
1: We can't read, ladies, I don't, this is free advice. This isn't even in the notes. We can't read your mind. I know yeah. you think we can, but we don't know. And when you do speak, sometimes we're, we, we, we go to a counselor and we, the counselor says <laughs> we were there and it was <laughs> a, it w- we were there for a reason. Let's be honest with <laughs> you. It wasn't like, it was almost like a tune-up counselor check, which that, that's good. We need to go back for a tune-up. I things are going really good right now. And uh, <laughs> thank you, Jesus. And um but there's been times we sat there like we just we, we're here the counselor like, so what do you want? Charles goes what's you what do you want? And I'm like we're paying you you should know what we want you know like he goes tell us what you're saying and she'll say something to me and she'll be like no he, Charles will go she doesn't know what you're she does he doesn't know what you're saying like whatever you're saying he that those words are not going to work for him you got to you got to break that down and make it way more clear
0: He also made us look at each other right
1: Yeah and that How day, many of
0: you when you're fighting you're like I don't want to even see you I don't right. want to be in
1: the same house. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I'm much less. He's like, now look at her and tell her. And I'm like, she's like, look at him and tell me. She's like, I don't want to look at him. This guy, at this point, she's like, this guy's hideous. You know, like, <laughs> he's dead to me, you know? And, but we have to, we can't read each other's minds. I can't yeah. read Diana's, and Diana definitely can't read mine because my mind changes every .01 seconds. Yeah, it's and so
0: once you tell your expectations, listen, you have to have realistic and agreed upon expectations. So e- just because I tell him, hey, I expect a new house next year. That's not realistic.
1: You can expect whatever you want. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that doesn't mean it's going to happen.
0: Yeah. You have to talk about it. They have to be realistic. And you have to agree upon it. So you're going to have to come up with, okay, I can't get you a new house, but maybe we could paint the bedroom, you know? Like, (laughs) there's always a compromise. Yes. But you have to agree. If it's a
1: bedroom, it's always a yes. (laughs) Paint it. Whatever you want to do in there is cool with me.
0: So, know how to communicate your expectations. For us, we Mondays is usually the day that we get some time together without anybody, and so usually every Monday, I'm like, hey, can we just, can you get your calendar out? Let's just look at who's picking up the kids this week. What groups do we have this week? Who? What are you doing tomorrow? What? And we synced our calendars, and so if I'm going to plan something, I, I look and See if he has something, and that's that's been super helpful for us. You guys
1: that are married, any of you guys sync your calendars? Those you guys are married, that's helpful. Like that's a game changer. If you don't sync your calendars, or at least have a a shared calendar that's over here. If you don't have a shared calendar, then you probably ain't lined up. It's just because how are they gonna know? We're we're busy. Like hey, here's the here's the we have a lot of notes here. We've skipped a lot of it. Here's the reality. We're really busy. We save money's our day off tomorrow night. I'm looking at the boats. We we have community group tomorrow night. We have over 10 couples we have we have we have sometimes 30 people in our house on a given week last night we have we have three college two college kids at our house our interns spend the night with us on on saturday nights tomorrow night we have something tuesday night i go to men's group wednesday night do you have anything wednesday night
0: um i don't think so you don't
1: think wednesday thursday our kids night are gonna
0: play though so we have to stay after school every day till like five o'clock yeah wednesday
1: night um, so fun
0: we love our yeah, life it's
1: awesome wednesday night we don't have anything thursday night i go to basketball practice from basketball practice i go into a virtual group at 8 p.m actually the virtual hey, group is on you're Wednesday. you're
0: overwhelming night. everybody yeah, i know but i want
1: <laughs> to let them know like hey we're busy yeah and so are you yeah we get that so a, ca- a calendar really has been helpful yeah. for us
0: yeah your turn. Sorry,
1: that's free. I'm going to skip that part. Let's go to watch your tone and response. All
0: right, yeah. So watch your tone and response, talking about communicating. Watch your tone and response. Wives, we can say something in a tone that completely turns him off. Because why? Because he wants respect. And sometimes the tone he hears is his mom saying, Wesley Beecham, why didn't you? And he's like, you're not Kelly. Don't talk you to me like mama. that. Wait, my mama. Yeah, and and we have had that. He has said before. You're you're he. One of our things is he'll say you're talking at me, and I'm like, no, I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. And we've had to talk through that because if he feels like I'm talking at him, it's probably my tone. Because I'm like, I, I, all I said was, would you mind, Would you? Can you put the dishes away? And it, whatever it is, it was that's my not tone. How you, that's not how you said it. I know. I know. That sounded great. I can't you, say it how the way I it. you just said that would be really church. nice. <laughs> um. But watch your tone and watch your response. Respond gently. I, I, if, even if, if he says something to me or if I say something to him, instead of saying, how dare you talk to me like that and come back at him and say, hey, when you say it like that, here's what it makes me feel like. And this is something the counselor helped us to, to be able to say. Like, when you do that, this is why, this is why I actually want to strangle you right now. Like, I'm not going to, but here's why I actually, if you say it nicely, like, here's why I want to strangle you, honey, because, but like, Tell them, tell them why, and, and and watch your response when they come at you, and watch your response when your your tone when you're asking for something or whatever it is. That's how you're going to work on your communication.
1: Yeah, don't, I, I hate, Diana's family does a lot, they'll, they'll talk over each other, and I'd be, I'm just in the back going, this is so annoying. Like, don't talk over the person. When they start talking, like, let them go first. And if you're talking, the Bible says be quick to listen and slow to speak, let them finish their thought out. Yeah. Like, that would be very helpful. You just let like let me finish. Like I'll sit down sometimes. Hey Diana, can you let me finish? When I'm at the con- when I was at the um, the counselor, he said he used this phrase. Let me tell you, it makes me feel. And I'll say it, Diana. This it's it's been so weird. Feel it feels. I grew up in a very kind of macho driven kind of house. Not no feelings. Suck it up. Don't cry or spill spilled milk. You guys have heard my story. But I'll say, I was like, hey, can I tell you how that makes me feel? Yeah. Like, that makes me feel like you don't care. When you said that in front of the kids, is how it makes me feel. Yeah. And using the phrase, this is how it makes me feel is weird for me, but it's been helpful for Diane to understand, wow, he actually does have feelings. Yeah. Because I've communicated for the first 15 years of my marriage, I've got zero feelings. And now I'm realizing I have feelings, I just shoved them way so down true. there. They're, they're so down true. there by the building board. That's how far I <laughs> shove them down there.
0: <laughs> That's not there anymore. Yeah. So man, know each other's needs, know how to communicate, um, and know how to talk to each other. And know how to resolve conflict. It really will help if you put some of these things. Listen, maybe don't take all of them, but but take something today and work on it. And then the next week, try to work on the next thing. But put work into your marriage. Whether you again, you can relate so much of this to so many relationships. So whatever it is, if you're having conflict at work, try your t- watch your tone. Watch your tone. Watch your response to what they're asking you to do. Hey, today we have put together a relationship resources page of some things we think might can help you. There's a book called Love and Respect that breaks down that cycle. We told you week one there's a book that we got some of the info today from um, a book called Relationship Goals. Take the five love languages test. If you don't know your Enneagram, we do not believe the Enneagram is the Bible, but the more you know about yourself and about and if your spouse can know theirs, the Enneagram will break down what, what you what you go to when you're scared and what you go to when you're happy and so it'll help you know so if they start to to sh- portray one of these things you'll know oh they're in a they're getting in a bad place and so know each other you should study each other you should know each other um the right now media we give you guys a free subscription to right now media if you just type marriage in the search bar there are so many uh bible studies on marriage you can watch one together they they're like 10 minute series watch one together you're like that is just what I want to do go watch a bible study on date night listen just just take 10 minutes and do it. I promise you you yeah. will be better for it. We showed you guys this last year but Where's this at? they are in the lobby, okay. yeah. Um, we used to have this thing called Love Notes. We haven't done it in a while, but this is just a book I made it like a mom group, and that made me feel
1: a certain kind of way. Like we haven't done it in a while. Like I feel like you were saying we're, me, we're giving one to fault. all of you today,
0: so we're gonna start doing it again today. What,
1: did we fill that one up though?
0: Almost, yeah. How many pages are left? Just a few. Maybe we can finish this one. Let me just, write, just fill them in real yeah. quick. Yeah. Anyways, what would happen is I I think I started it and. I just said, hey, this is my first love note to you. I can't read you all of it, but I said, hey, this is my first love Hope note just to threw, you.
1: Hope just threw up in her mouth. Yeah. She's like, this is disgusting. This is my
0: first love note, and I would just leave it on his side of the bed. Whether the bed was made or not, I would just leave it on his side of the bed, put a pen inside of it, and whenever he had time, he would read it and write back, hey, thanks for that, or I can't wait to... to cuddle later, just cuddle, you know, like, and then whenever he's done, it may take a couple days, the notebook will end up back on my side of the bed, and these aren't, like, long stories, it can just be two notes, like, hey, I really liked, uh, you did so good at welcome at church today, you look so hot in your, in your, I was gonna say costume, but outfit. Costumes,
1: focus, 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 focus.
0: Anyways, this is just a small, just something fun to do, and some of you are like, you don't understand, we're not that kind of couple, just, just have fun. You need to have fun in your marriage. Write something crazy like, hey, remember on our honeymoon when we went here? Remember, think of a fun time that you have. Sometimes we'll be like, remember when we used to do this or remember when we went here for that anniversary? Write down a memory because the memory will start to spark emotion and, and, and spark that inside of you. And so I hope some of these resources help you. Listen, if you need help, get help. Don't be miserable in your marriage. Do not be miserable. We are a resource. We are not professional counselors, but we know professional counselors we'll help you with your counsel we'll help pay for your counseling there is we're in a marriage group at church we're with other couples who are all trying to be better at their marriage you should never stop trying to be better at your marriage i look at steve and debbie how long have you guys been married 42 years come on come on put our hands together 42 42. years anybody else been married longer than 42 years nelson how long how
1: long nelson you guys
0: Jeez, to come that. on, let's put our hands Listen, together. And these guys never stop working on their marriage. I, I see Steve and Debbie go on date nights. I see them going. They have more fun than we do, like Speak all the time. For I, I have fun all the time. For But like these guys, they never stopped pouring into their marriage. So pour into your marriage. Do the work. Marriage takes work, but the work is worth it. Can you just pray for our marriages today? Yeah. Um, and then we're going to go outside to baptism in just a moment. Hey, if
1: you're sitting next to your spouse maybe you haven't touched them in a long time, it's possible, but just put your arm around or maybe hold their hand for just a moment. If you're like, dude, we're so mad, like just fake it, right? Just kind of like lean in, (laughs) hip to hip, whatever you got to do. Jesus, right now, there are so many marriages that are in decline or decay. Lord, but we're believing and we're trusting that you can mend any broken thing that will break. Lord, we want to be examples. The healthiest thing that we can give Hope Church is healthy marriage. So Lord, I pray you'd be there every marriage. Lord, I, I, for those wanting want to today that's single, say, God, I wish I was married. I pray that they would embrace their singleness. Lord, your, your word talks about that. We'll talk about that next week. But this is a season where you're trying to get them to get ready. And maybe they are ready, but maybe the guy that, that you're preparing for them, maybe that person, they're not ready yet. So Lord, I pray that you would help them to realize that the, the wait is worth it. If they're married in here today, I pray that they know the work is worth it. It would help us just to have marriages that look fun. That look like they're enjoyable and that they actually are enjoyable and that they would point people to Jesus because that's what we're all called to do. Everything that we do is called to point people to Jesus. It would help us. It's hard, Lord. We know it's hard. Diane and I work hard every day. Sometimes we skip working hard and that costs us. So, Lord, I pray that we would just work harder. And that we'd put a lot of effort and energy into this thing called marriage because marriage matters to you. You gave it to us, you gave it to the church to be an example for the world. It would help us to point people to Thank you so much for joining us. If you'd like to know more about Hope Church, please feel free to visit us at hopewintergarden.com or connect with
0: us on Facebook and Instagram at Hope Winter Garden. We hope you have a blessed day.